In old Mexico, I stand on the square in Matamoris. Round the plaza, the couples are walking to music so sweet. I found my love not too long ago in Matamoris. But I'm feeling low as the beggar who sits in the street. Oh, the promises that she made me with eyes black as midnight. How could I know how pickled her promise could be? Now I'm back to find what I feel is mine in Matamoris. And there'll be bad trouble if I catch her cheating on me. Streets are narrow and dark and tequila runs free in Matamoris. Oh, hi. I'm Sadwater and this is Sadcast episode 46. By the way... Before anything, I'm live on YouTube right now and absolutely no one's watching because I just started this. I just, I just, uh, you know, no studio in my room and nothing professional. Doesn't look good. This is going to be the worst podcast yet. And, <laughs> but it is on YouTube because, uh, someone asked me to do it and then I saw other people do it and I thought to myself, hey, Let's do something unoriginal and let's go live on YouTube and get bummed that I have to rebuild something. I basically have to rebuild this whole thing from nothing. It just seems like it just seems really hard to build a YouTube channel. I had an existing one. I put all the previous videos on private and uh, you can't watch those. You can't watch. They're from five years ago. Some of them are pretty good. I just it has nothing to do with this and with Sadwater. So I uh figured I want to start fresh. I have about 672 subscribers there and if they're paying attention, they're going to be like, "What the heck is this? What is this? Who cares about this? Who cares about Sadwater? We want the other stuff, the conspiracy stuff." I basically made funny conspiracy videos. Not that I even really believed in the conspiracy videos, but they were um they were fun i kind- i may, i i believed maybe twenty percent of what I was questioning other than that it was just funny to me or fun uh oh and then and then I had this really big uh conspiracy website not not Alex Jones but some other one that would host the videos and they said just one rule no videos about the war on drugs for some reason so i made a video about the war on drugs and uh they got mad at me and then they kicked me off i think i was doing some videos before and then after a month or so i w- i i i was like uh no i got to do one about the war on drugs and immediately after they kicked me off. They just kicked me off, which is kind of funny, which is a conspiracy in itself. Why would they not want me to post videos about the war on drugs? What are they hiding? That's a conspiracy. Because uh, I think that what st- the, the main thing that stems from, from uh, the main thing that stems from conspiracies is the fact that you just want to be free. And you want to have freedom. And why are things the way they are? So, uh, you know, that's the thing about the war on drugs. We just got to figure out why they want to put people in jail. Oh, I have a comment on the live. Because one person's watching on the live stream on YouTube. It says, uh, yes, Sadwater YouTube, finally, thank you. So now I'm saying this on the live stream about a thing that they're saying. Whatever. I don't even I don't need to pay attention to who's watching. I don't need to pay attention to any of this. Uh but all right, so I've been doing opening rants for the Sadwater Sadcast and uh I don't have such a crazy one this week. Nothing's really been bothering me, but I always I'm always thinking about stuff, you know? And uh before I get to that, 
this might be a really short podcast because the questions were so <laughs> crappy this week. I didn't choose that many questions. So if the one person that's watching this live stream wants to ask a question, feel free. I'm paying attention to you. You're the only one there. I have no shame, by the way. I'm not ashamed of, of just one person watching or, or a few people liking. Who cares? This is all fake. Social media is fake, which brings me to my kind of rant. Well, actually, before I get to that part of the rant, uh, if you listened to last week's podcast, it was about outrage culture. And I, I said last week, I called this. I called this last week. I said, because uh, it was the Alabama abortion thing people were complaining about, outraged. I mean, I'm in Los Angeles. Everyone was outraged. And uh, I don't know. It seems to kind of have disappeared. It doesn't exist anymore. It's like the problem has been solved. And all that protesting solved the problem. How cool is that, right? We uh, we did it. We stopped Alabama from doing their thing. Oh, wait. No. Uh, my brain is telling me, no, we didn't. No, it didn't get stopped. And it's just people have short attention spans and they want a virtue signal about what they're, you know, what they care about, what they're passionate about, because it's it's best to show what you're passionate about with without really knowing anything about anything. But you're showing people you're passionate. So that's good. And uh, but there's no more outrage because a week has passed and they are going to move on to the next thing. But they might be taking a week off because nothing is happening. (laughs) I don't think people are. Maybe it's because Trump is in Japan right now. So no one's paying attention to anything. No, no one's no one's really uh, upset about anything right now. M- not to my knowledge. I saw that Netflix was going to get involved. I don't know why. I don't know how or why, but Netflix is going to get involved in this whole abortion Alabama thing. But really, the majority of people who virtue signal they're kind of they're kind of going back to their normal routine, their normal lives. They should stay there. They should stay there. Even if I agree with them, they should stay there. I think we should leave this up to people who are really interested in politics. That's my whole thing about this. And, uh, you know, someone DM me saying, Sadwater's getting a little bit political, isn't it? And if you listen to the podcasts or to anything, maybe. But that's because you guys kind of pushed it. You guys kind of kept on at, uh, asking me questions about what do I think about this? What do I think about this? What do I think about that? What do I think about guns? What about global warming? What about this? Um, so so since it's just me running this company and I'm the voice of it, I'm, you know, I'm a person with thoughts and ideas and opinion. I have an opinion on things too, you know? And I'm actually someone who has been interested in politics for forever so I uh, if you ask me, fine, I'll tell you. And but I'm not going to make Sadwater political to the point where I have to tell you what to believe and what to think. And I'm not going to I'm not really here to teach you or to convince you or shame you for believing anything that I don't believe, because that's not my place. It doesn't matter and it shouldn't matter. It, you know, I'm not. I'm not your God, and we shouldn't look up to politicians or journalists or pundits or or any of these people as better than us or more knowledgeable because a lot of the time people, you know, no one really knows anything. You should look at philosophers. That's, That's who I think you should look up to, like genuine, true philosophers, really the old ones, kind of like how I keep telling you we should go back and Maybe just listen to classical music instead of this, you know, garbage that they're putting out now. Still got one person watching on YouTube. This is really encouraging stuff, you guys. Sadwater, make a YouTube channel. Sadwater, blah, blah, blah. Fine, okay, fine. Where are you? You know what? That's it. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not doing the YouTube channel anymore. It doesn't matter. I don't want to do it. And you know how I said before that I don't care about the view? I do care about the viewers, and I do care about the likes. I'm a person. I care. I care if people pay attention to me. <laughs> no, I don't. Yes, I do. The duality of man. So the outrage uh, of abortion, that's gone. I didn't even get any questions about that this week because you guys seem to for- have forgotten about it too. I called it. I'm right. All right. Now, I know why you're depressed. I get a lot of people DMing me 
about how depressed they are and about how they have mental illnesses. And maybe not even, you know, I do get that from people. But then I also see it. People love to talk about their mental illnesses. And no, 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 okay, yeah, I, you know, maybe they don't, but I truly do have a mental illness. And they wear it as a badge of honor. Like, it's something to be proud of. And it's not. And no, you don't. You most likely don't have a chemical imbalance. You might be because you're living a sedentary life. You're just sitting all day. You're not working out. You're not moving. You're not doing anything. Hey, I came from the gym a few hours ago. That's what I was doing. That's what I, you know. And then if you look at the live stream, look, look at that. Hey, I can show you things on the live stream. That's, I guess, a good thing for the one person watching. Great. And... um so you're uh, you don't have a mental disorder, and by the way, you grow you you're growing up in an environment, I guess mainly in the United States right now, where it's to the school's benefit to put you on drugs. Um, if I'm not mis, I haven't looked into this in a while, but if I'm not mistaken, schools get money from pharmaceutical companies for putting their kids on Ritalin, like Ritalin or Adderall. They push this stuff on kids. You know what that does to a brain that's developing? You're you're gonna make that person crazy. You're giving them dr- you're giving them things that are way more harmful to their brain than than any cocaine or illegal drug. I mean, th- this stuff is concentrated. This stuff is so powerful. So already off the bat, you're you're fucked off the bat in the beginning. The schools put you on drugs. Your parents put you on drugs. They convince you that something's wrong with you. For instance, for boys, boys are are scientifically more rambunctious than girls. They're they can't sit still. Schools are more built for girls. Girls can sit still, pay attention for the most part, more than boys can. Boys need to run. They need to punch each other and and kick and and fight bullies and and not tell teachers about. That's a whole other subject. But but boys need to you know run around. They can't sit still for so long, you know. So schools are also. Oh, someone commented. The one person watching said, "You should have made a post to promote your YouTube." I'm gonna write back. Oh, I don't need to write back. You're paying attention to me. Uh, I did. I put. I I I decided to do this like 30 minutes ago, by the way. And the reason why no one's here is because no one knows. And and I think I kind of like it like that for right now because we can just refine it. And get better at this at the live stream. And also, um, it's gonna take a while to fill this up, you know, to get this going. Besides the point, back to what I was saying. Guys are more boys are more rambunctious. So right off the bat, they're not being tended to their needs. They should be running and doing all these things, and they're being put on drugs. So when I keep hearing people tell me, no, but I have a mental disorder. And I and, and and I am it's it's like it's like people want to be crazy. Why why do you want to be crazy? Why don't you want to live a normal life? Why don't you want to, you know? I get it. We all have our quirks, but you're not crazy for the you know. Maybe one percent of you, maybe one percent of sad water followers are out of their minds. I've gotten crazy DMs. Or maybe it's because you've been put on drugs since day one, and you've been told over and over again that you're crazy. And then you are also addicted to technology, to social media. You don't, your body needs to, to be tired. There, my, okay, my cousins used to have this company called Dreamwater and, and, and did well. They sold it. They sold it for $30 million or $40 million, I don't know, something crazy. And it's one of those drinks, like a uh, five-hour energy, but to go to sleep. And they sold it in airports and all these things. But uh, maybe maybe people aren't tired when they go to bed because they're not moving. Do you know how we evolved? We evolved by moving. Now, off track for, you know, I'm getting off, off track for a second. It's kind of funny because thinking about how when we were nomads and <laughs> we were cavemen, not cavemen. Or okay, maybe that. But where we just kept on moving. Uh we would we would uh there would not be any old people be- because besides the fact that 
people didn't live past 30, for the ones that did, they would be murdered by their tribe. So I th- it's just funny to think about that because you know how when you get older, I don't know if you know, but you know you're more independent, you can do things more, and then and then sometimes in movies and all that, the people are, are annoyed by their parents. It's because they would have been murdered by now. Uh, and grandparents, people put them in a home now because they would have been murdered by now. And I think that it was done out of love because if you're constantly moving and you're old, that's that's rough. That's rough. So I think that the tribes just killed the elders out of love. And then And then I forget where I heard this, but the witch doctors and the sorcerers and all that, those people would be kept alive because those are those are the old people that were smart enough to make up something that would you know keep them alive longer they would trick the tribe into being like no no, no i know your future and you should not kill me if you want to stay alive and i know when there's droughts and i know when we should move around and and i know everything so don't kill me so that's where witches and witch doctors and sorcerers and wizards and all that came from but whatever so yeah, we used to we used to kill people. <laughs> we used to kill our loved ones because whatever. Oh, okay, I was saying sedentary life. You're not moving. You're not moving and you're on social media. How are you not going to be crazy after that? You weren't born crazy. So you don't really have a natural chemical imbalance. It's just the drugs you've been put on since you were a kid. And then being addicted to video games and social media and technology, when are you going to move? When are you going to get up and move? Because you're not. So your brain is going to go crazy. You're that's how you that's a recipe for disaster. That's a recipe for becoming absolutely insane is by get, being put on drugs, social media, not moving. Why didn't this person like me? Why didn't this person DM me back? And uh so yeah, I know why you're depressed. And you can't handle anything. Any slight discomfort or any slight inconvenience in your life, you are screwed. Because that's the world coming, crashing down. And I think that's why, that's also why, back to what I was saying last week about outrage culture. um, It's kind of like uh, that neighbor who who is worried about your, your, if you're trimming your bushes... (laughs) or your trees, or if your trees are touching his lawn, you're bored. You are bored. You have nothing to do in life, nothing to bother you, so you're going to create things to bother you. So when you're not moving, your brain's going to be like, okay, something's wrong. My legs aren't going. Why aren't my legs going? Something's wrong. So so the part of your brain that's playing video games, that, that part of the brain knows what you're doing. You're playing video games. Now, the other part of your brain... The one that's like, why aren't we moving? <laughs> that brain's going to make you crazy. Because cause, uh, that side of the brain doesn't know about the video games. Your right and left side don't talk to each other. And and the half of you is gonna is just going to, you know, break. Break down. Because you're not moving. <laughs> so you're not crazy. You're dumb. And I kind of feel like that's that's how it is. That's at least that's how I feel if I'm watching a lot of TV. I do it on the weekend. I'll watch a lot of TV, and then half of me is like, "Why aren't you reading a book? Read a book, you idiot! Read a book. Pick it up. You read the first sentence, and you're gonna forget you're reading, and it won't be a problem. But for me to get up, get the book, read that first sentence, that's a that's climbing Mount Everest. That's very hard. I know I have to do it, and sometimes. I break through, and I do it, and I fight that urge of being lazy. When you're lazy for too long, you you you've used you you've overstayed your welcome, and you are y- your lazy points are gone. So when you're done with the lazy points, you're just you're just wasting away. So yeah. When you're sedentary in life, everything 
is wrong. And and I was actually, this is another topic I wanted to talk about, but it kind of fits into this, so I'll just lump it in. When everything, when everything is safe, life is boring. You, you, I, like when, you know, I'll use war as an example, because that's the extreme example of this, but when you have the greatest generation of all time fight World War II, I mean, they're to this day still considered heroes, warriors, greatest generation. You you, you tend to have a, a generation that stays together, stays married, uh, makes babies, and uh, isn't isn't depressed in the millions. <laughs> and 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 also, I mean, you kind of didn't you heard the term shell shocked, but I don't think you really heard the term PTSD. Now it's a little different. I guess maybe because we understand it more now, but. But nowadays, we have no war. And, I mean, literally, the whole country. If you were a guy in your eight, 18... Or actually, people younger than 18 went to fight in World War II. But whatever. You went. Everyone went to war. Now, you know, yes, we had the war in Iraq and Afghanistan. But it's not like everyone went so we didn't have a whole generation that went to go fight this war. I think an unjust war, I think a lot of people do, but I'm just using war as an example. And uh so you now have uh, a good life, a safe life. And it's boring. And um grown-ups have stamped out bullying, so that's not a thing anymore. No, I'm kidding. It of course it's a thing, but the way that people confront bullies, it doesn't exist anymore. Or I mean, maybe it does, but but what we're told is to go tell a parent, go tell a teacher, go tell someone if someone go tell someone if someone is bullying you. Go go, you know that's how you solve it. No, you solve it by going meeting up with your friends and saying, "Hey, this guy is bullying me. He's bigger than me. He's stronger than me. But maybe you can help me take him down." And then you figure it out, and you concoct a plan, and you get hurt, and maybe you lose, but then then you just get stronger because of that. Nothing. We're not losing at anything, and nothing is making us stronger. I think that's why so many people were upset in the 2016 election, because that was the first time that they lost, and they had no idea how to handle it. They just had no idea how to handle it, and they were crying for weeks. I would see adults cry. Don't cry over an election. You're crazy if you cry over an election. Um, And, uh, yeah, when... Oh, also, also, my dad would tell me stories when, when I when he was growing up, and uh, now I don't know if this is true, but this is what I remember him telling me that one time I think he was in a bar or something, and he got in a fist fight with a police officer, and they solved whatever issue they had with a fist fight. Now I'm not saying go fight cops, but. Nowadays, if you brush someone, if you walk by and brush someone's shoulder, they will say, assault, that's assault. I'm going to call 911, that's assault. And fighting solves problems. Uh, I swear, fighting solves problems. Now you're going to say sad water, but fighting's bad. Bad things are good. Remember the war example? World War II sucked. I mean, I had family members obviously die from that. I'm a Jew. But the result of World War II was the greatest generation ever. And right now, I'm a millennial, and I'm ashamed to say that because I didn't have anything bad. I guess the 2008 market crash, but that wasn't something tangible. That wasn't something, I guess, unless you lost your house. Actually, we did we did lose our house. but uh, But it's... I think it's different. I think when you visit, when you see something like war, that changes you, and it can make you really good. <laughs> and and when you're a kid, when you when you are bullied physically, not cyber bu- cyber bullying, that's not a thing. That's not a thing. Turn it off. Don't go on Instagram. Tyrell the Creator was right. Cyber bullying is not a thing. Just turn it off. I'll always remember that tweet. It's a very good one. But with regards to... What was I saying? Bullying. That's a tangible... That's a real problem. You can see it. You can see that problem. A financial crisis is not something you can see. 
unless you know stocks and the markets and the Dow Jones and the NASDAQ and all that. And Bitcoin. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Like, I almost feel like, uh, why <laughs> I think, I think, uh, I think even drinking and driving wasn't such a big deal as much as it was now. We're saving too many people's lives right now with these rules. Maybe some people should die from stupidity, which, uh, uh, <laughs> speaking of that, the, the lady that fell off the cliff, <laughs> which was a bank, it wasn't even a cliff, and her husband freaking her out, that, I was dying of laughter for, for two whole days straight. I mean, that was the funniest thing. Uh, is it still up? Let me see. Let me see if it's still up, because I think that the guy took it down. Let me, let me just see. Hold on for a second. Hold on. Talking to the one person that's that's watching this. Hold on. Uh, yeah. This one. Watch it on the live stream. One second. I love this. Some scrapes right here. My, my ankle and my foot, shoulders, and my arm. That all happened so fast. Don't even remember what happened. Why was this being filmed? Her, uh, her husband's reaction was the funniest thing. That that was the funniest. Uh, gotta fix this microphone. Why was that being filmed? Have you seen this video? You gotta tell me. Why was that being filmed? I guess it was because it was a family outing. A friend maybe was like, "Hey, this is nice. This is a nice thing. We should film it." And then the wife in the back was maybe like, uh, was maybe looking at the camera. I mean, you can't see, but maybe she was looking at the camera. So. So she wasn't paying attention to where she was walking, and she fell off a cliff. No, it was a bank. It was literally. Uh oh, two people watching now. This is gro- guys. This is it's really happening. It's growing. So she falls off the thing, and her husband's reaction. It's the funniest thing. And then they felt the need to post this on Twitter. It blew up. Let me see how many. It has, two point one million views. Mostly. Oh, you're not allowed to ca- comment on this video anymore? Or did they delete it? And I just still have it because I retweeted it. Um, yeah, I think they deleted the video. <laughs> well, yeah. I think they realized that they were... Well, actually, I don't think they realized it, but they were they, they saw that people were making fun of them and their feelings were hurt, so they did, they probably deleted it because of that. But they clearly have never experienced anything bad happen to them. And then they felt the need to post that on social media so the world can realize, live your day to the fullest or something. That is the equivalent of of one of those self-esteem posters, which is hang in there or something. I don't know. I don't even remember what those what those uh posters say, but it's some stupid thing like that. And and there's actually a ton of companies on, on Instagram now that are making a killing selling those types of things. And uh, people put them in there. I don't know. It's, it's, it's so lame. If you need, if you need a poster for motivation, you're dumb and you shouldn't be in business and you should, I don't, I don't, I don't like when people say you should kill yourself, but you should kill yourself. (laughs) If you need a poster for motivation, you should kill yourself. But who needs a who needs motive who needs motivation from a poster? Who I want to meet this person. I want to meet that person. Maybe it's the person that fell off the cliff because they again, they felt the need that that, that to remind us that we need to live life to the fullest or else you're going to fall off a cliff, which isn't the cliff, but blow things out of proportion because everything is safe and life is boring. 
Oh yeah, was I? Did I finish talking about the thing about how people sue for for brushing up against someone and saying that's assault? Yeah, that's where we're at right now, and it's really sad. Fighting solves problems. Going to war solves problems. Being aggressive solves problems. It's you know what it is. It's like when you um, resent someone, but you don't say it to them. You don't. You have something to tell someone, but you don't say it because you want to be polite. So you bury it deep down inside. That's what we're doing as a generation. We're burying things deep down inside, and it's not good, and it doesn't work. And we should all be confrontational. We should confront people when something's wrong. And we should get face to face and say, "Hey, shut up." <laughs> I don't, I don't have an example in my head of why I would need to confront someone because I'm pretty open with that stuff. But we bury things deep and deep down. It doesn't work. And I had a, a link here for uh, something about capitalism, but I get an error. 404, uh, 404, gateway timeout. I guess they didn't pay the website fees, but basically it was a ton of charts. And uh, I was going to say, with good times comes something. What's that whole quote? I don't know. You know, the thing, that when there's so much prosperity, things get good, and then we get lazy. So you know how you get lazy when things are too good, when you don't have to worry about bills or anything like that, and you just sit? Think about that, but like on a bigger level. So capitalism, I like it, but it solved too many problems at once, and we don't know what to do with this free time, and we don't know what to do with ourselves. So we're going to complain about genders or something and create new ones because we're all special, and everyone said we are. So... I guess that's true. Let's get to the questions, right? That was 30 minutes. Hey, I, I did a rant without even preparing one. How good is that? I mean, I prepared like certain sentences, but, but uh, you know, the questions suck this week. So if you want to stop the podcast right now, go ahead and stop it. I'm good with that. I was just testing you because I can make a bad question good. How did you get the idea for this account? Well... I'll always say, I always say that corporate culture is annoying. I love capitalism, but I hate corporate culture. And it's the same thing like I was talking about last week, outrage culture, virtue signaling. But now in corporation form, where the corporations have to tell us how much they care about everything. Why do we even need, why do, why? Why do, why? I don't care what Chase Bank thinks about gay people. Don't care. I'm still going to go to that bank because I have no choice, but I don't care. And then Gillette, again, with this Gillette. They made an ad of a trans a, tra a father teaching a transgender son how to shave. Or is it a transgender? So is it like a girl that's on hormones that now has to shave? I mean, this is crazy. For the point zero 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 one percent of the people that will have to do that, they made a commercial for that for us for you know because we all have to accept this insanity. But they made a commercial for that one instance out of a billion. That is corporate culture. That's why Sadwater was made because I'm frustrated with it. I'm frustrated with corporate culture. It's it's um it's lazy. It's lazy, it's pandering, it's disingenuous, it is not true. They keep preaching falsehoods. And um you know, it's kinda like when people give you anecdotal anecdotal evidence to to refute what you say, I can say women aren't funny. Oh, okay, yeah. Let's just say that women aren't funny, right? Book Smart sucked, and it has a ninety-nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I saw this movie. It is not funny. M out of an hour and forty-five minutes, I probably laughed two or three times. The rest of the theater cracking up because I'm in Los Angeles. So anything woke. You, it's projecting. They're projecting. They have to, you know, show how much how woke they are. So they have to participate with the movie and how bad. I walked into the movie hoping it's good. I never walk into a movie hoping it's bad. I want to be proven wrong. But back to woke capitalism. That's book smart. Uh, comedies are not allowed anymore. So what we're gonna get instead of comedies is book smart, which is gonna just complain about everything. So I tweeted on my personal thing last week. I said, women aren't funny. And, um, you know, I, I do that to push buttons. But uh, I genuinely believe, for the most part, women aren't funny. You, now, you're going to say, well, what about um, 
Sarah Silverman. I mean, she used to be funny. She's not funny anymore. But, okay. And who else? Well, the list is Sarah Silverman. And that lady that was on um, SNL. And Joan Rivers, who's dead now. So I'll say Sarah Silverman again. And the voice of SpongeBob. Oh, that's a guy. No, but that, not even. Actually, he's a comedian, but whatever. Um. Oh, one of the comments is uh, this live has a lot of delay right now. I don't know what that means. I'll fix it later. Stop bothering. <laughs> what? How do you know it has a delay? Like, my words aren't. You know. All right. So. Oh, okay, so so back to my point. I'll say that and that women aren't funny and then and then someone will list off like two people. And then I go, "No, no, no. no. You're you're get you're miss you don't understand what I'm saying." Yes, there can be funny women, but for the most part they're they're just not funny. And then the ones that really try hard are going to make dick jokes like guys because they, they it's it's a parody of what they think guys how guys talk and it's just not how we talk, but whatever. So, you're always going to find anecdotal evidence to refute someone, and it's annoying, because I'm talking about for the, for the most part, whatever. I think I've said, but whatever a lot. I'm definitely getting distracted from the YouTube video thing, and... uh Oh, yeah, how did I get the idea for this account? And then I said Gillette. And then Gillette is catering to that point zero 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 one percent of people. And I said that you'll find the same thing with women comedians, that there aren't that many funny ones. Okay, whatever. I'm going to move past this because you get the idea. And if you don't, DM me. And if you don't, maybe I'll talk about this in greater length, but Booksmart sucked. I kind of feel like I should have spoken about that more in the opening rant. But it's oh, just just watch Superbad instead. It's it's way better. It's way funnier. And there are I saw Booksmart two days ago. I don't remember any quotes from that movie. I just don't remember anything quotable. Superbad. There's a thousand quotes in that movie. Why do we think Instagram can solve world problems? I don't I think maybe you're talking about the post I made, but I don't think that's people think that they can solve world problems through, oh, yeah, 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 it's the tree thing I made. I was making fun of people who, if you share this post, will plant a hundred trees in your name kind of thing. They don't think that people are going to really plant the trees They they when they share it. They're just sharing it to show people they care about trees. That's That's where we are right now. You have to show people you care about trees. That is sad. I'm pro living. Are you pro living? That that if you <laughs> that's like that's like <laughs> Hey guys, I care about trees. Yeah, I I I do too. I don't really think about it very much, but yeah, trees trees are good. I don't think people really think you can solve problems through sharing things on Instagram, but I'm going to keep making fun of that cuz it's uh disingenuous. I just kind of think everything is I think everything is disingenuous. Someone, as a joke, someone goes, uh, "Why don't you like trees?" That, by the way, that um, that post was, I think, my most popular post this year. Where, but I also had hundreds, hundreds of unfollows from that post. Hundreds of people unfollowed, and for some reason. Hundreds of people thought that I was serious, that I want to cut down trees. When if you sh- if you <laughs> I posted if you share this, I will cut down a hundred trees in your name. People are like, "Are you serious?" Some people were joking because they I think they wanted to get in my story, but other people were really angry at me. And the reason is is because like Booksmart, humor has been murdered. You're not allowed to make jokes anymore. Nothing is supposed to be funny. Everything's off limits. And. You know how you know how uh certain people are canceled? Jokes are canceled. Comedy is canceled. 
Anything that's funny is canceled. Instead, what we replaced humor with is calling people, being police, calling people out on that's offensive. You sound like your mom. Your mom didn't even do that, actually. I'm sorry, moms out there. You don't even do that. You sound like that that uh, crazy Christian lady in the 80s who would write letters to to the studios saying, hey, you said a bad word. On May 13th at 8.45 a.m., one of the people on TV said bad. You're that person. Except now you all have Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, so it can you can bombard people. Rather than sending a letter and putting effort into it, so that's why so not so many people used to do it because there was actually you had to put effort into it. Nowadays, you have uh, you could just throw up all over social media and just put everything there. But it's uh, there's so you don't have to put out any effort into your outrage bef- anymore. But people really thought the "Why don't I like trees?" thing that they thought that that was serious, which is sad. Imagine a world with no humor because that's the world that they're living in. Imagine being born into a world and you see someone fall down the stairs and your instinct is to laugh. I'm imagining it and I'm laughing. I'm Im- I'm Im- I'm laughing at a fake person falling down stairs. So your instinct, your natural instinct is to laugh because you saw someone fall down the stairs and you're thinking, "Hey, that's not me." And that's funny. So so imagine imagine a world where you do that and you're like what was that? What did I just do? It's like if you if you have your first fart when you're 30 <laughs> and you're not sure what that was. And uh, so you have your first laugh when you're nine and a half years old in a world where humor doesn't exist anymore. It's not allowed to exist anymore. And then you, 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 you see someone fall down the stairs and then you start laughing. You go to the doctor because you just you, you tell your mom you're because you're nine and a half. In my story, in my fake story, you t- you you go, mom. I I made a sound. Someone fell down, and I involuntarily made a sound out of my mouth. Ha! Ah, what is that? What what do I? Ha- we need. It. And then she's like, oh no, you caught it. You're offensive. We need to go to not the doctor, doctor, but the brain doctor, and the brain doctor will put you on a, p- a bunch of drugs and fix it because you're not allowed to laugh at other people's misfortunes. You're not allowed to laugh at the trees. Uh, at the tree joke you're not allowed to laugh you're not allowed and then you go mom mommy what's laugh and she goes it's a banned word i shouldn't have even told you i shouldn't have even said it but it's banned laughing is illegal now and um so yeah that's where we're heading guys that's where we're heading you're not allowed to laugh at jokes anymore jokes are bad Someone, sa- uh, the one person watching this says, uh, "LMAO, I do that. It's sad because you're right." And there you go. All right, are you single? Asking for a friend. Next question. I don't really like talking about my personal life on this because um, it's irrelevant. It's kind of like gossip magazines. You know what a magazine is, right? It's like a, it's like a Twitter feed, but w- in paper form. So it's like the gossip things. What? Why do you really want to know about my life? Like, uh, he works out just like you. You know that those kinds of headlines. Um, I get, I get it, I get it, but I'd rather not. What are your opinions on people with physical disabilities being treated differently verbally? That's retarded. <laughs> uh, ask a ask a person with Down syndrome what they think about people not being allowed to say retarded anymore. They would say that's retarded. Because they're the first person they're the first people to laugh at their situation. How could you not laugh at a midget? <laughs> um <laughs> you should you should, someone should put that on a t-shirt. Someone should put that on a t-shirt. You're not laughing that they were born that way. You're laughing because it's a rare it's a rare thing you get to see and experience. So you're not really laughing at them. But that's besides the point. Uh I don't think we should treat people differently for that. And it's it's kind of you're kind of ignoring 
that they are that way, which is really weird. Um, let me just let me just think about this for a second because if I had a midget friend, which I don't, I at least in the beginning when we first became became friends, met you know this is again in my imagination. I I would want to ask them. I would want to ask him about life as a midget. I I I need. I would need to get that out of the way first. It's like it's like when there's a really tall person, and people are like, "Oh, how's the view from up there?" What they really they really want to know that. I think I think they really want to know how the view is from there because it's really high up sometimes. And and I'm curious. So as a midget, you know, you I guess you can go get down on your knees and and have um and look at the world in there perspective but um do they work out like you do do they i've never seen a midget do crossfit that would be cool i'm gonna google that after man you guys are missing out on this live stream um but no i'm not for treating people with disabilities different because um in this day and age we all do because we all have mental disorders did you I, did i already go over that we all have mental disorders and uh, we can't talk about that anymore. Um, all right. Next question. You see, that was a... Actually, that was a decent question. Why does everyone get offended by your post? They're funny. Ah, ha, 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 ha. Hey, I went over that already. Next question. The, what, the one I really don't get is is when people say to delete something. And, and I think I made a post like this where I said... Uh, we think we can delete people because we're all brands now. <laughs> and I guess I guess we can look at that same oh, my one viewer has to go. See ya. <laughs> um so I guess, I guess we uh I think that we we feel like we have too much power because we make corporations cave in to our any our any of our whims. Like when people make petitions to uh make game of thrones good again or something. i don't know i don't watch that but people made petitions we really feel like our opinions matter so when someone says to delete something they really think that they have they can make me delete something they really think that they have that power it's really cute global warming your opinion no go listen to i think it was sadcast episode 41 or 42 i have a whole opening rant about that Where's the YouTube channel? Here it is. Huh? I did it. This one person was asking me every week, where's the YouTube channel? Where's the YouTube channel? How can people get how can people genuinely get angry about cyberbullying? Well, Grant, uh since cyberbullying is not a thing, okay, my theory that I just came up with right now is people who care about cyberbullying don't have kids. So instead of having kids, they're going to protect other people's kids and, you know, to show that they care. Go have kids. You'll worry about other things. You won't worry about cyberbullying. Maybe maybe uh, don't give your kid an iPad when they're five years old. Maybe, maybe, maybe give them their first smartphone when they're 16 or 17, and then they can maybe handle it a little better when they're a little bit more sure with who they are, which they won't really know until they're 25 or 26 or 27. So when you ask me how can people genuinely get angry about cyberbullying, they're not genuine about it. They're that if any, it's the polar opposite of whatever genuine is. It's oh, disingenuous. That word I like to say. It's true. They should make their own babies and uh, and don't give them phones. But they, it's not genuine. It, uh, people who are outraged about things are not genuine about their outrage thing because it doesn't really ruin their day. So I saw a lot of people for the Alabama abortion thing. You know, they post a serious thing on their Instagram story, but then they are at the really expensive coffee place. Ne- the next, literally the next screen, they're, they're, they're at the coffee place buying their $9 coffee, living their best life, and then the next video after that, is they're talking about their skincare routine, living their best life. So 
you're not really genuine. And I'm not saying that if there's a bad thing to have it ruin your whole day, but you wouldn't really be thinking about posting your coffee trip and, you know, your skincare routine on a day like that, right? I mean, if if that was really something that was bothering you, you wouldn't. You'd you'd post uh you you'd either keep posting about the thing that's bothering you or you you would stay off social media. Should hallucinogens be legalized to treat mental illnesses? Yes. I actually think more people should do the natural th- Okay, I hate weed. I hate weed. Weed is garbage. It's Mickey Mouse. It's stupid. It's like the alcohol of plants. It's not good. Actually, are isn't alcohol made out of plants? I don't know. Um yeah, it is. But weed is 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 garbage but hallucinogenics like mushrooms and ayahuasca things that you don't want to do every day like those are drugs you do not want to do every day and you don't want to because it's not it's not those are not addicting things those are things that you kind of it's like a medicine where you just need to do it once in a while and that's it like a cleanse it's like a juice cleanse yeah, let's look at it like that. It's like the the girl that does the juice cleanse and is like, I'm not even that hungry. <laughs> it's cayenne pepper with honey and I'm not even that hungry. She's lying. She's star- she's starving. But that, that's off topic. Um, Should hallucinogens be legalized to treat? I think it's it should be. Okay. Again, mental illness. There are it's it's there aren't that many. Just go go get tired and you'll be fine. Be really tired. You know how you, you can solve your mental illnesses? Your fake, I mean, fake doing air quotes on the live stream is by go run until you're passing out, until you're tired. And you, you're you so tired you can't even shower. <laughs> you just, you're so tired you don't even make it to your bed. Hey, I just cured mental illnesses. But for the people that truly have it or for people that have PTSD, I think it should be legalized for everyone because it is a nice reset button on your brain. It, If you really go deep into it, you see into other dimensions. You come out looking at the world that we experience every day with a different perspective. It's nice. And uh, I think more people should do it. Uh, people like Joe Rogan always say that, oh, imagine if Donald Trump or the polit- you know, whoever politician, imagine if they all did DMT, you know? Yeah. Uh, he always does like, oh no, Joe Rogan always says, uh, wow, like that, wow. Um, I think he's right about that. I would love it if it was mandatory. If I could go back in time and be like, hey guys, put it into the rule book. If you're a politician, you, okay, you have to be 34 or 35 to be president or whatever, but you got to add, they all have to do mushrooms together. In Congress, in the Senate, in the House, they all have to do it together, and there's no half-assing it. You all have to go real deep. The world would be a better place, maybe more interesting. Um, One of my biggest fears in life is mundane things. Like... The decoration of a Holiday Inn Express. The things that they frame. Or the the sheets that they choose. Or the carpeting that they choose. Or the chair that they choose for that room. Or the table. Or the lamp. All of those things are very mundane. They were made to be utilized. That's it. There was no thought put into it. There was no creativity put into it. And that is one of my biggest fears in life, is that. Is to live in a neighborhood like that, where all the houses look the same. To have neighbors like that. There are people who are what I just described. And... uh to own any piece of furniture, anything like that, that that is one of my biggest fears in life. I hate that. That is the sweatpants of of life. 
That is the I give up. Just put a chair there. What it, does, it doesn't matter. Just put a blanket. It doesn't matter. That the, the painting just the, make it a fruit basket. Hang in there, poster. All that. Really scary stuff, guys. You know, they tell you to be afraid of Nazis, you know, the one or two Nazis that exist. Uh no, no, no. I'm a, I'm afraid of something worse, way worse than David Duke or Nazis or Richard Spencer. Or for those on the right, I'm way more afraid of I'm I'm you know, Hillary Clinton or whatever. No, 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 no. All that, whatever. I'm afraid of that chair. <laughs> that chair in the Holiday Inn Express. I'm afraid of that chair. Because it's infecting. It's infecting everything. So Yeah, what 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 was I saying? What is your opinion on nuclear energy? Should we use it instead of solar? Solar and wind are bullshit. Solar and wind is a scam. Whoever is selling you solar and wind is making a shit ton of money from the government because the government is the only one buying it. The government is buying something so expensive and so, um, what's the word, inefficient because they're literally buying the name. It's wind-powered. It's solar It sounds so nice. And nuclear sounds bad, right? You think of The Simpsons. You think of where Homer Simpson works. Nuclear sounds so scary and bad. In reality, nuclear is very safe, very... Uh, it, it, it's, it's not harmful to the environment. It's like the most green thing you can choose. That could power everything. There should be more nuclear plants. But people keep buying into solar and wind, which which uh, the technology has been around for 50 or 60 years and it's, it hasn't changed because it's garbage. And the only reason it, it, it exists is because it's been subsidized by the government and by people in the green movement who, it sounds nice, so we should do it. They they uh, It's people who bought, uh, bought into the the marketing scam. It's the same people who buy things from infomercials at 2 a.m. Are you tired of washing your face with these? I'm showing my hands on the live stream. With these? Well, buy this. It's a shovel you connect to your neck, and all you need to do is shove your face into it, and it magically cleans your face. And then at 2 a.m., you're like, man, that's a great idea. I should buy that. It's only three payments of nineteen ninety nine. That's nothing. I can pay that off. Uh, but who future me will worry about that. Present me needs that washer for my. I'm. I can't use my hands anymore to wash my face. I will buy that bucket. I will buy that magic face bucket. At two a.m. And that's what the green movement is. Is it's an infomercial at two a.m. That makes sense. Your brain at 2 a.m. is so susceptible to bullshit that it sounds like a good idea. Except uh, the green movement, uh, it, it's 2 a.m. all day long. All right. Last. It's not even a question. It's more of a statement. But it's a it's a good statement. I'll, I, you know what? I don't understand it. It's a good message. I'll, I'll end. I'll end this sad cast. Sadcast episode 46 with this beautiful message from someone. It says, Fishing with the boys. Don't know why. Don't know why I like that so much, but that is Sadcast episode 46. I am Sadwater. I love you. Here's a song.
Just sad.